0: Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 357 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 357. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So we have three tools for review this week. One is a little bit more advanced than the other two but in contrast, which we'll get to in our technique discussion. The first tool that we want to talk about, we've mentioned it before in regards to ad campaign generation, the capability of really getting to the gritty of doing the stuff that it was, oh yeah, let's make an ad campaign and throw it out on Google ads. Okay, great, do it. Flip the laptop, open it up, hit the buttons. You'll find very quickly that a lot of people understand the value of doing ads, but they don't necessarily understand the methodology of doing the ads. One of the more difficult tasks of creating ads is creating the actual headlines by character restriction. The headline banners, the context, the body, the descriptions all have limitations as to the size and quantity that you can put in. Plus also adding the enhanced uh, URL string links for trackability, the UTM parameters as it's called. And if all these terms don't are, are sound familiar to you don't worry you can learn them they're easy enough they're basic fundamental dialogue but you do need to understand what they mean so that you can make sure you handle the mechanics of this and to that end there's an, a, 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 an app called speedppc.com speedppc.com i use very much for creating actually shortcutting my content development for my ad campaigns um i can come up with a dozen ish good headlines and uh good descriptions but when you need hundreds of those it gets a little challenging as to creating the diversification for your multivariate testing your a b testing and again these are terms you should be familiar with because where it says hey let's go do google ads or let's do facebook ads or things like this you need to understand that it's just not making a ad and putting it on a platform it's about the diversity of the ad types the differences in messages The differences in links the differences in images the differences in videos all of those things have to get together so that you can broadly put out your ads in such a way with all the variations in your targeting to see which is the most productive combination um speed ppc helps with that dramatically it you basically put in the keywords you're looking for, and this is to create Google ads by example, the keywords you're looking for, some context of what the ad is supposed to be about and a URL referencing as to what you're connecting it to. And it will go through and gen out headlines and you know for your ads, descriptions in your ads, and all the variations you need. You just keep asking for more and more of them. It keeps generating them. Of course, a word to the wise is to go through the process and make sure that they don't sound off, and that they might be in combinations that you feel don't really represent the product, aka your hotel or restaurant. So that is the first tool. Boy, did I expand on that one, because we're really not going to refer to this one in as much as the next two in our technique discussion, because we have a purpose for these tools. This week's discussion. The second is a what they call AI, let's just call it advanced machine learning uh, platform for creating and running your ads. Different than what I just mentioned with Speed PPC, and this is Balloonary.com, b-a-l-l-o-o-n-a-r-y.com. Balloonary.com is a very robust, hands-free WYSIWYG environment. It will ask for aspects of information just like the uh, Speed PPC did as to you know context that you're creating the ads, keywords that you'd like to use, and so forth. But it now ups that step. It will generate ads based on the platform you're looking for so that it knows the specs between instagram and TikTok and uh google and what have you for imaging and facebook uh for it and it can make sure that it follows those guidelines because that's built inherently into their platform but then it also creates creative variations to it images and so forth that it draws in based on the topic and content that you're wanting to create as ads and it builds these for you but it goes one step farther it also builds the actual ad platform now You still have to have an ad platform. You have to go and create a Google ads account for it to be connected to. And so to Facebook ads and Instagram ads and LinkedIn ads, which is a nice added feature to this. But once you connect your ad accounts to this platform, it will actually go over and do the ads for you. It will not only create the ads, it'll create the targeting, asking you some questions to get you more sharper to the pencil. And then it will create campaigns, it'll create variant ads, it'll create a budget for you. Uh, it'll do all of that and then actually launch the campaigns. It does it all together. Okay, so that is Balloonary.com. The third tool, which is a flip of the coin over to the social side of things. And this is SocialB.io. Uh, S-O-C-I-A-L-B-E-E.io. SocialB.io, we have not talked about for a couple of years. It's been around for a while. It's continually getting better. I've used it with clients that needed a more hands-off, take care of it for me kind of platform. The really cool part of this one is that it is connected now to all the platforms you're most interested in getting, including Google My Business. So you can do your Facebook, you can do your Twitter, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your Pinterest, Google My Business, and TikTok. Not just in ad campaign generation, like creating ads and so forth, but the next step of it is, uh, the primary step of it, I should say, is using it to create your organic scheduling content. It gives you suggestive ideas of what to post about. It gives you creative content that you can um, um, modify to making it more to the feel and texture that you want it to. A will come up with the scheduling for the postings of it. Once you connect them to all those social accounts, It'll go through the process of posting at the time that you have scheduled for It's a great scheduler. It's a great planner for this. Uh, This allows you to create those wonderful content calendars that let you go forward with. Um, And it really controls a lot of the heavy lifting, as it were. You still have to go in and pick what you want assign when you want it to be put, customize it the way you want to, maybe connect it to things to make sure that it's going to the places on your website that you're wanting it to go to for further information, but it handles all the other stuff. And that is socialb.io. So those are our three tools this week, speedppc.com, balloonary.com, and socialb.io. And now let's talk about why we brought these tools up in our technique of the week. Now for this week's hospitality technique. So our technique this week is filling the gap, solutions that work. The reality of our marketing efforts is that we are not always as important in the hierarchy of bandwidth and staffing as, say, a housekeeper to have a full housekeeping team to facilitate the physical functionality of cleaning and turning rooms, or front desk staff that are physically at the front desk confirming and and creating the consumer uh, guest uh, satisfaction of providing actual service to them uh the infrastructure is relatively lean the prioritization of hiring is those um yes it would be wonderful to have the, the comfort of having somebody on your payroll handling these things in your offices so that you get the pure dedication of value for what they're trying to do but the reality of it is is that it is not odds a premium of a hiring process okay uh as other positions and roles um all hail the worker, so to speak. But with that being said, it still needs to get done because without the gas into the engine, the engine doesn't run. So you need the top line revenue generation. Um, Yes, a revenue manager can decide what rates they want to offer and what inventory they want to make available. But if they don't have the people looking for it or being able to find it if they're looking for it and actually wanting to be there, it's just really making numbers up for things that aren't getting sold. So marketing is the fuel to the car that runs the race. With that being said, it's often because of the priorities I just mentioned, not the lead thing that needs to get done. So what ends up happening and is very real right now is that people that have other primary jobs are a part of the marketing process, at your GMs, that's your director of sales, if you have them, somebody purely dedicated to that. That might be your front office manager. Heck, it might be just somebody that has an aptitude in one of your departments that can work with the stuff that you give them to do some of the stuff you don't have a person doing it for. Uh, the warm body mentality to this. And that's where these tools that we just went through, Speed PPC, Balloon Area, and Social Bee, come in. Primarily, and this is where we kind of shed Speed PPC, Speed PPC to some degree, that's helping people that actually need the help because they're dedicated to the work but balloonary and social bee are really about automating the processes that you can't get to that you can't train somebody okay this is how you make google ads and this is what you have to do and this is where you push this button and click this link and put this field in and figure this budget and do this it's a learning curve that they just don't have the luxury of having so if you can get a platform like balloonary or social Bee that handles that functionality that you're reducing the workload requirement or the learning requirement to a simple let's get these accounts connected to these platforms so that the platforms can do what they say they do and social be, then we can just worry about the stuff that we need your in time fraction into, which is, does this image look right for what we want to say? Does we Do we have a post that day because that day has an event driven to it? Or are we talking about t- content of things up to an event with social platforms because we want to make sure that we're a part of our community on social? That's where these platforms give you the best benefit that they automate a tremendous amount of the lifting and the learning curve necessary to be able to do it in such a way that you actually can get these things done if you don't have the dedicated teamwork to do it. Now that doesn't mean that these things can't help people that are dedicated to doing it, especially if they're doing way larger spectrum of things than just this, and they just in reverse are doing like your person that's warm bodying it and helping you, they're handling other things too. They might be pulling front desk shift or night audit shift or or a departmental shift or work working food and beverage so because they are augmenting the other gaps in your in your staffing so these help people automate what they need to do to make sure that your advertising is going out on the platforms that you want to be in your content is going out on the platforms you want to be in and that there's a constant consistent input of those things and that's where these tools balloon and social be help with filling the gaps Um, to your ability to perform these tasks for you to generate top-line revenue that feeds the engine of the car. So there you have it. Filling the gap, solutions that work. That is our technique of the week. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. So our news and show review, our show today was about the real impact of new tech and conference announcements. Um, Obviously, we're rolling out with Google having had their conference conference. Uh, Apple just having their conference, the Developers Conference, talking about new and innovative things. Uh, in the show, we went through a lot of the announcements that were being made on the different platforms. A lot of them were security related, uh, communication related. Obviously, with all of these things, uh, most of the platforms are touting their technology uh, advancements. There's, you know, their processing speeds, their camera improvements um, their storage capabilities, their security information, which is really a key element of most of our discussion is how are we improving the ability not to get caught into a circumstance that costs us money because of lack of security, a lot of techniques, uh, t- technologies that were rolled out as to creating that methodology. I find it interesting that it's going both ways. we discussed this in the show that there is a larger group of solutions to smaller businesses, which is great. From the business perspective but also in in the same direction is a larger growth of individual security opportunities in the sense of how technology is augmenting them and we're not just talking about the fingerprinting and the facial scans and what have you we're talking about how to Put uh, masks on technology between emails and spam calls and so forth. What these technologies can help with, or that you can adopt into your your phones and your computers and so forth, to minimize the garbage of these things that come through, or the ability for those people to hack into your systems. I find the very interesting. A lot of VPN discussions, a lot of technology uh, growth with that. A lot of cool things for that. Um, on the conference side of things, of course, the HSMAI APAC is having their ROC Conference, Revenue Optimization Conference in Singapore, as we speak. And as such, um, well, actually I should say, as we speak, it just wrapped up. Um, great content to that. Highly recommend you go to hsmai.org, look for uh, Asian Pacific region, and look for the agenda to that, which is really interesting insight as to what people as an industry are thinking are the highlights of concern. Uh, obviously regionally, and that is globally, um, the impact of what is concerned to them is variant uh, coming up at the end of this month is the HSMI's north america revenue optimization conference and marketing conference tied both together on a string with HiTech, which is hftp's hospitality industry technology expo and conference um it has been the de facto uh technology uh conference for introducing new tech new softwares and what have you. It used to be way back in the day, and we're talking 15, 18, 20 years ago. um, A lot of it was about bed frames and furniture forms and door locks and more tangible, hard technology, air conditioning, duct services, and... and, uh, phone telephone technology switching boxes and so forth and it's not that those things aren't still there but the need for them to have large booth space and or dominate the floor of the conference has really been reduced and replaced a lot with sas products pms products pos products uh, and ancillary service products uh, that you know, te- digital technology, on phones and communications and Wi-Fi and so forth. You see a lot of those technologies. It's really fascinating to go to these conferences and see what's rolling out. More importantly, and for anybody that's been to high tech, it's the 10,000 row. There's so many people, so many booths that are there pre-COVID. It's growing back to where it was, hopefully this after we're down in this lull for COVID at the moment, um, that will get the audiences back. Um, but the 10,000 row was the people that scraped enough money together to get a very expensive 10-foot table actually it's an eight foot table skirted uh, that not a lot of collateral in the booth don't really have the money to do that but they have an eager idea of getting that critical mass that they get the right person that's willing to buy their product that puts them on the map that allows the next product to be sold because somebody else bought it ahead of them uh, we're very lemmings like that we follow each other in that sense so there's going to be a lot of interesting things to it i think uh looking at the hsmi's revenue optimization conference and marketing conference because they're they're capturing the additional audience that high-tech brings i find it very fascinating how they are pointing out particular topics anytime with conferences there's a clutter of buzz and then there's a good content that is relevant i think because this is a, one of the first chance uh, opportunities that we're going to get a heavy in-person market presence which Just so everyone knows, HSMAI's conference is a full in-person experience. There is no um, uh, hybrid conference program to them. There is no remote or uh, uh, online conference capability. With HSMAI APAC, they did offer a hybrid because in the APAC world, there are still uh, countries that have restrictions on their ability to travel to and from based on uh, vaccination requirements and the time it takes to get certified to get the the passport capable to travel to those particular countries and also and this is the reality in APAC and in a lot of places globally, the people that are more than willing to come to the conference in person because of the shortage of staff and team in their own operations can't afford to leave their operation for even the duration of the conference as much as they would like to attend simply because there's nobody else to do the work that they're doing. So giving the availability in a hybrid circumstance that they can at least get the content that is valuable to them is the way APAC HSMEI decided to do their conference, which I highly applaud hsmi uh, north america is really banking on the uniqueness of being in person for their conferences whether they take any recordings if they do recordings of any of the presentations and offer them later i have no clarity on that i'll find that out when i attend as to their intent for those Um, but for the purposes of the conference being there is going to be really excellent minus some repetitive buzzword uh, presentations which i think in all no, honesty conferences have to do because that's the eye catcher for some people that aren't really into the how the sausage is made but love the sausage when it's done. So they see these words and think, oh yeah, that'd be great to go listen about Metaverse. Is it really going to impact our market right now? No. Is it future? Yeah, who knows? It, it has a good chance of affecting our future business. I'm very much into that. I'm in a dev side of that right now and building stuff in Metaverse. Am I saying that I'm telling my clients to build stuff in Metaverse? Heck no, not yet. It's getting there. It'll have value and it'll have mediums of of opportunity, but it's not necessarily something that takes three sessions to tell me about repetitively. So there's gonna be those kind of things that are in those conferences, as also some really good advice of methodologies that you should be doing right now, action items that you should take home and take into effect. So there we had it. Our conversation was about that on the live show, greater detail than what I'm talking about right here, but it was a fun dialogue about the new tech rollouts, which are always new, exciting, shiny, new toys. And of course, the conference announcements and the topics that are related to them as to the relevant importance based on the regionality that the conference is in. So our news item um, today, uh, in the in the live show, b- bothered me a lot because it was in my mind an arrogant, self fulfilling. It was a CEO love circle happy fest. Um, it was an article out of the Points Guy, which has gotten better with his content development, but it was about hotel CEO updates. And it reminded me of pre-COVID when the airlines smirked at the fact that, you know, they're not worried about things because they control supply and demand. They, they were in, sitting on top of the pile. They determined the value of what they provide. They determined the product as they provided. And they were in that smug little seat of, yeah, I do whatever I want. I kind of got the feeling with the CEOs because they got fat and happy with what happened in the summers to tsunami of demand and how our summer is pacing right now. And we know statistically travel patterns and summer being a feature and length of stay being a highlight to it. And hotels are calling their back of the door prices again. At least maybe this round, they'll actually provide ancillary services that they didn't offer last year and provide such a blowback from their customers. But they're looking as like, if you don't like it tough, they truly are. They, 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 they laughed at the idea that they're offering discounts or promotions because they're so happy with the idea that everybody's going to pay whatever rate they're asking for. I found it annoying, mainly because, as we've talked about on the show many times and also on our podcast, I believe there's two. There's a polarity of people that are in our business, those people that do it for investment only and those people who do it because it's a hospitality business. I'm in that camp. I believe we do things because we enjoy providing service. Yes, it's profitable. Yes, we want to make it profitable. Yes, it is a business. But ultimately, our first priority of why we make business decisions is based on the guest satisfaction index as to what impact it will have on our guests, not whether or not it'll align our pockets thicker. These guys on the board, totally were talking to their investors, totally and in talking to people that were making money off of them or they were making money off of it and totally came from the perspective of, yeah, don't we have the world over the barrel right now? They're going to pay whatever we ask. Annoyed the heck out of me. Just so you know, that was my news item. Link obviously is going to be in the show notes. You can go take a look for yourself. See if you feel the same. I'd love to hear your feedback about it. Send me an email either which way at lauren at com. Uh, i answer each and every email, both for the podcast and the live show. And remember with that, you can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, tuned in, the list goes on, 39 platforms and counting. We're even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri just ask them to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast and they will play the latest edition, which is this one. But of course, no matter which one you may use, if you like the show, please rate us and smash that subscribe button if you haven't done so already we always enjoy the feedback and comments it helps those that have not discovered our content to find us because that indexes us higher in the results of people looking for hospitality content okay and of course if you have not subscribed to us or this is your first time hearing us smash that subscribe button and follow us on the platform of that you discover sun or 38 other ones um it's an archive of this podcast and all of our live tv shows you can go to hospitalitychannel.tv it is like an i love lucy rerun platform that is Scheduled to run the shows in different sequences based on topic, based on their data posting, uh, and of course we recast our live show around the world. We're in 39 countries um, and we translate in 11 languages. But we recast it at certain time zones, like 11:30 a.m. Wednesdays and Sydney, Australian time; 11:30 a.m. Uh, Wednesdays on London time for our U for EU friends as well. So with that. Don't forget our live show, by the way, Friday, 1130 a.m. You can catch it on Hospitality Channel TV, which is on your Roku, Google TV, Apple TV, and Amazon TV. Um, Go see us there as well. And until next week, show number 358. My name is Lauren Gray. Thank you for the privilege of your time and look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 357, brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, all right reserved, copyright 2022. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club!